So when we choose to follow God and fulfill the purposes that he has for our lives, we tend to think that there is this one main path for us. And that main path makes sense to us when things are going good. And I know you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes around good. You know, the job's good, our health is good, our relationships are all thriving. And then when things seem to veer off and aren't going so well, we think of that as a detour in our main path. Are you tired of looking around at your life and thinking that it doesn't resemble the life you envisioned for yourself? Do you feel stuck in a particular season and your days just seem to run together in this endless loop of more of the same? Have you pretty much lost any hope that those things in your heart will ever become a reality? Or maybe you're feeling so disconnected that you don't even remember those desires in your heart anymore. Hi friend, I am Susan Beth and you are listening to the She Is Podcast where we talk about living life intentionally and trusting that those desires that you have deep down inside of you, they're there for a reason. I believe that the creator of the universe put those desires within you and that they are pathways to your purpose. If you are here for me to tell you who you are and three steps to living your best life, then you're in the wrong place. Will I share truths and practices that are super helpful? Absolutely. But my deepest desire is that I would create a space that allows you to clearly hear the whispers of the divine and that you would be reminded of things that I honestly believe you already know, that you, my friend, are here for a reason. So if you're here for more conversations in that kind of space, welcome. Let's go. Hi, friends. I'm not sure when you'll be listening to this, but at the time of the recording, it's the middle of Holy Week. And I understand that so many of you listening have different ways of celebrating this season. So many walks of life represented. And I know there are some listening that don't even know why you listen, because part of you doesn't quite understand or agree with a lot of what I share on this podcast. But here you are. And for that, I'm grateful. And to you, I say, keep listening. I believe there's a reason you're here. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about a new art piece that is being released today. For those of you that have been around a while, you've heard me talk about the message around Queen Esther and for such a time as this. And if you're a new listener, you can listen to episode 96 to hear more about that. But obviously, this message means a lot to me. And from the response that I got from you guys, it really spoke to you as well. And I had designed a t-shirt last year that you can find in the shop. And this year, I painted an abstract piece with the declaration on it that is found in Esther 414, that you are here for such a time as this. So I'm offering professional Jaclay fine art prints that are taken from the original in a few different sizes. So you can have it framed and you can set it on your office desk or on your dresser or anywhere you want to. So you can be reminded that you are here. For a reason. And I hope you love it. And you can find it in the shop at susanbeth.com. My original thought was to have this episode release as we were heading into Holy Week. And obviously that didn't happen. The main reason it didn't happen is because I have been trying to process so much of what this season represents. And 
my heart and my mind is seeing it with fresh eyes. And I just haven't been able to move from that space to the sharing space. And to be honest, I don't know that I'm still totally there, but here we are. You know, scripture talks about how the word is alive. And I am experiencing that specifically in the context of all of the experiences that Holy Week represent to us. It still amazes me that as an adult, all the stories that I heard all my life can continue to speak and to reveal truth and bring life to my spirit and soul. I love the scripture in John chapter one, verse one, that says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So in remembering and reflecting about Palm Sunday, which was a few days ago, leading into Good Friday, which leads us then to the resurrection, here's where my thoughts have gone. All of those events are so different in every way, every experience adding another layer on this beautiful story of redemption, every step needed and so very important. So even though they are all seemingly separate events, they are all seamlessly connected and needed in the story. And I can't get away from just how much the truths that are found in the story reveal truth about this human journey that we each are on. We all have this deep longing for this life more abundantly that we were created for. Scripture tells us that eternity has been set in the human heart. This longing that we have for perfect peace and to be home and have this abundant life, it's there because it's what we were designed and made for. And we can get so caught up in the realm that we can see with our physical eyes, which is not the whole picture. We are eternal souls that tend to be distracted by the noisiness of our present day lives. I think for most of us, our focus seems to be such a narrow viewpoint of our life and our being. And it takes effort and intention on our part for us to focus our heart and our mind on what is true over what we are feeling and what we are seeing around us. This is why it's called the fight of faith. So when we choose to follow God and fulfill the purposes that he has for our lives, we tend to think that there is this one main path for us. And that main path makes sense to us when things are going good. And I know you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes around good. You know, the job's good, our health is good, our relationships are all thriving. And then when things seem to veer off and aren't going so well, we think of that as a detour in our main path. And I'm still learning that it isn't until we realize that it's all the main path, detours and all, that we can experience life to the full, even in the midst of what we consider to be detours. You know, it's, it's interesting to me and can be confusing how I can, actually we as people of faith can struggle with this idea and we've beaten ourselves up and we beat up others with judgment around it. 
when most of the stories that we were raised on and love from the Bible are examples of this very thing. And yet we somehow separate the men and the women in those stories that we love and cherish from our humanity and God working within our stories. I know many of you can relate to the Palm Sunday experience, the good times of hearing and experiencing the praises of others, only for those days to give way to Good Friday and to find the same ones who shouted your praise. They might end up being the same people leading the charge against you. And these moments are the oh-so-important reminders that our faith and hope has to be securely placed in God and not in people. Now, I'm not saying that our relationships aren't valuable. They are, and they are needed in our lives. People are amazing, but people are people. And that means that at some point, they are going to fail and disappoint you. And we need to have a strong foundational understanding and knowing that God is God. And he remains the same today and forever. And we can trust him with our lives. So when we experience what we consider a detour off of the main path, We long for and we keep trying to get back to the path we were on, the one we knew and were comfortable with, a good and blessed path that we were expecting to be on in this Christian walk. You know, we question the path that we now find ourselves on and we question why are we having to go this way? It's uncomfortable and at worst, painful. Even though our suffering can never begin to compare to Jesus, even Jesus, as God's son, asked the father if it was possible for this cup to pass from him. In his humanity, he didn't want to experience the pain of the cross, and yet the pain was all part of his purpose. Scripture shares with us that Jesus was in such agony that he literally was sweating drops of blood. In his humanity, the fear was so real, and every cell in his body was resisting what was to come. I've shared with my in-person people, as well as here on the podcast, that my resistance to pain is usually the greatest source of pain in my life. And it makes me think of, getting spankings as a child. Most of my almost daily spankings were administered by my mother. But when we had totally exhausted her dealing with us, then we were passed off to the discipline of my dad. And let's just say my dad is a more deliberate man. Well, in most every way. I mean, he's the type of person that if you're in a conversation with him, that just because you have said something to him, he doesn't feel any pressure to respond right there in that moment. He's, he's good just to be measured and to be very deliberate in how he responds. So where my mother's spankings were honestly more painful, they came quicker and before I could really brace or process. Where with my dad, it was the whole getting sent to a room to wait or the buildup of him getting prepared. That was just too much for me. So I chose to run. 
and to scream and to cry. And we have retold this scenario for years in our family and laugh about it. And just remembering this one episode where my dad, through frustration in those moments of dealing with me, you know, yelled out, why are you crying? I haven't even spanked you yet. So it's obvious that my resistance to things, to trying to resist pain, prolong the process. Here's what I want us to think about today. Every moment of my life and your life has brought us to this very moment. All the life, all the lessons, all the grace to grow that takes us from glory to glory. And we can tend to lean towards all the mistakes and take on shame when that is so much the opposite of how our Creator God sees us. He is seeing His masterpieces in us, being molded more and more into His likeness. And the more that we will surrender to His hands, the greater the work He has allowed to continue in us, which unveils more of His plan for our lives. A few episodes ago, I talked about how in working on art piece, that a mistake will happen. I mean, something that I wasn't intending to happen. And what appears to have been a mistake, it momentarily makes me question everything and think about quitting and starting over. And what's interesting is that mistake is what ends up taking that piece a different direction and is what ends up bringing the piece to life. It's all connected. The good and the bad. The joy and the sorrow. The main roads, the detours. They are all the main path. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your never-ending love and faithfulness in our lives. Help us to follow the example of counting it all joy, the good, the pain, all of it. We are so grateful that we are not left alone in any of it. And Father, we ask that you open our hearts and our minds to areas where we are resisting your work in our lives and are waiting patiently for the surrender of our will. And as Jesus declared, Let us say, not my will, but your will be done. We are so thankful for your sacrifice for us, Jesus. May we experience the power of the resurrection in this season like never before. We love you, and we are looking to you. Always. Hey, you. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to connect more, head over to SusanBeth.com and sign up and you will be one of the first to find out about anything new. Plus, there's a special free download available just to say thanks. If something in this episode did speak to you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend that you think it might resonate with as well? And until next time, keep showing up in the world just as God purposed you to do because you being you is exactly what we all need.